He tried to hit me with a sledgehammer, but that's not gonna work because I'm too fast. So then what did he do? Got a gun. Boom. Shot me right here. Welcome everybody to What's the 411? This is the show that keeps you updated on today's and tomorrow's current events. So let's check out what's going on right now. What's good, everybody? What's going on? Welcome to What's the 411. And um, it looks like this is not really being shown by the mainstream media. What I've been noticing and finding out through um, looking around and watching some things is that a lot of independent black channels on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter are putting out this story. And I wonder why the news, the mainstream media is not wanting to show things, right? I wonder why with all the stop Asian hate crime bills going on, thanks to your boy, Joe Biden, for all of you who voted for him and still got nothing for your vote. Here's another slap in your face again. All right. Yeah. Asian man shoots a six year old black boy. Imagine that a, a, a Asian grown man shoots a six year old black boy. He couldn't go over to the dad's house and say, hey, this is going on. Can we work something out as far as the kid not doing this or doing that? Now nah, you can't walk up to another black man. You showed you were punctified by pulling out a gun. First, you did something else. You used the sledgehammer first. And the little boy was a little bit too fast for you. All right. Shout out to the little boy because he was very uh, articulate in his... um accounts of what happened all right seemed to be a very smart black boy okay so let's get into it and since the mainstream media doesn't want to cover this we have your black grassroots media your independent black media not the boule black media the independent black media all right the black grassroots black media who are here to interpret and observe what the news was going on with the news. All right. So yeah, let's get into it, man. Asian man shoots six year old black boy for getting his bike back from the yard or back from this Asian man's yard. All right. And I don't care what any of you say or comment. I know some of you going to be in the comments. Um, as a matter of fact, I can't pull it up right now, but uh, there was somebody who I, who I did a video, not, who I did a video. There's somebody who commented on a previous past video where I showed that a uh, Asian man was telling um, some black guy or saying that uh nigger, we don't want you in this business neighborhood or something to that effect. And the black guy let him know uh, he can catch a fade if you want to catch that fade. All right. We'll just put it like that. And um, somebody commented, you know, stop Asian hate still. Well, uh, that person who commented, I don't know if you just one of those spy trolls or those sock puppets, but um, you can catch that finger, the middle finger, too. All right. Because um, it looks like um, the Asians have been empowered 
with this crime bill to just feel like, yo, they can do this and they're going to get them little slaps on the hand. But pull-up season is in full effect, all right? We're going to leave it like that. Arnold Daniel of, I'm going to say, Salanti Township. Maybe the Y and the P is, or maybe it's called Yip Salanti Township. I think that's in uh, Michigan. Said his kids were playing outside when they left one of their bikes in front of a neighbor's home. When his son, Kobe, went to pick up his bike, he noticed his neighbor had a sledgehammer. There you go. There's the suspect there. All right. There's the uh, Asian white supremacist, if you will. The man spoke to the child, but it is unclear what was said. And his name is, I think his first name is Ryan. But Lee Nguyen allegedly went back inside to get a gun and shot it through the window, hitting Kobe. Quote, this is from Kobe, little six-year-old, uh, the six-year-old boy. He tried hitting me with a sledgehammer, but that's not going to work because I'm too fast. <laughs> then he got a gun and boom, shot me right here. And that was the video you seen at the start of this show. All right. Video footage of the Candlewood Lane incident shows the moment Kobe was hit. The young boy is seen in the video with an older child when all the all of the sudden a gunshot is heard and Kobe yells out in pain. The other child is heard shouting for someone to call the police. The bullet went through the child's arm, but a doctor said if it had been an inch over in either direction, it would have killed him. All right. So. If this punctified turd right here, Lee Nguyen, if the bullet would have went a few inches one way or the other, that kid would have been dead. And then we would have had the Benjamin Crumps, Crump the Chump, Crump the Chump, Trump the Crump, Benjamin the Chump Crump, <laughs> would have been out here and then it would have been another circus again, as always, and there would have been some forgive and make a lot of money on the back end so that Benjamin Crump or some of the others cast of characters would have got a bag behind that. So thankfully, thank God the little kid is alive for sure and able to speak about it very eloquently as well. All right. Very eloquently as well. The bullet went through the child's arm, but a doctor said if it had been an inch over in either direction, it would have killed him. Right now, he's not even processing what happened. He doesn't realize how close he came to not being here, but I realize it, said Daniel, said his dad. The Washington, Washington County Sheriff arrested Lee Nguyen. But days later on, but days later on, he was released on $10,000 bond. And then that's another issue as well. We're going to get into that, too. I'm trying to figure out how he got a bond so low for trying to kill my kid, added Daniel. An emergency motion to raise the bond to $100,000 has been filed. 
And again, we'll get into that very shortly here. Now, here's the judge who decided on this low bond. And um, her name is Judge Elisha Fink. Now, that last name, Fink, I don't know if there's any relation to... I remember some time ago there was it might have been in a different city, so there might not be a relation. So I may I'm just gonna skip that one. But that name, that same name sounds like somebody on YouTube, I mean uh Facebook, who did a live on a certain on another event that was going on in um I forget what city it was in, where some shooting was going on of a black man, I think. But there you have it right there, okay? So we're going to get into a few things here. I'm going to check out a video real quick. All right. And let's see. I'm going to check out this first video here. Oh, my bad. I went the wrong thing here. There we go. So let's take a look at this uh, at this news clip real quick. All right. After this accused shooter shot a little boy, he walks free, making bond on Tuesday. It has this family angry and confused. And I'm trying to figure out how he got a bond that was so low for trying to kill my kid. Arnold Daniel trying to figure out why Ryan Lee Wen is out of jail after allegedly shooting his son, Kobe. He tried to hit me with a sledgehammer, but that's not going to work because I'm too fast. So then what did he do? Got a gun. Boom. Show me right here. It's all on video Saturday afternoon on Candlewood Lane. You'll see kids playing, hear a gunshot, then Kobe realizes he's hit. Lee Wen allegedly fired through his front window. The bullet went in Kobe's arm and out the other side. Did it hurt? Yes. You point to Okay. Let me stop that real quick. You know, asking a dumb question like that. Um, if you got shot, lady, would you be hurt? I mean, it sounds so stupid to ask a dumb question like that. You know what I mean? Real dumb question. Are you hurt? This, man, it's stupid, man. <laughs> Did it hurt? Yes. You point to it. Show us where it's at. He's looking like looking at like the facial expression is like, what you think? What you think, lady? Yes, it hurt. <laughs> Did it hurt? Yes. You point to it. Show us where it's at. Right now, he's not even processing exactly what happened. You know, he don't realize how close he came to not being here. Um, but I realize it. 
29-year-old Lee Wen is charged with assault with intent to murder. He's apparently had issues with neighbors in the past, and this time, Dad Arnold suspects Lee Wen was mad. Kobe's bike was in his yard. A Washtenaw County judge gave him a $10,000 cash bond, which he made Tuesday. This is him walking out, picked up by family. The prosecutor's office shocked at the low bond. They're filing an emergency motion to get it changed. All right, so there you have it on that. So, yeah, there was some issue about the $10,000 bond. I'm going to show you another video here in a minute. But um, what I'm going to do is read a, a uh, something from an article real quick. And uh, as we take a look at, uh, at that, all right, let me just get this pulled up here. All right, so let's take a look at this. I'm gonna take, I'm gonna read this article for you guys. All right. Let's see a little bit of that here. We can get it pulled up. Yeah, like I said, um, it's kind of interesting how. Other mainstream media sure will leave trying to leave this one alone. And that was a local channel that you guys seen. I think I was a local uh, news station that um, done this story. I guess if they didn't do it, who would have known what happened if it would have even came up? All right. So there was an emergency motion to raise the bond to a hundred thousand dollars all right and let's see here of course ryan Nguyen was ordered not to return back to his house like i said i'm gonna show you all another video here shortly but um daniel said that he had issues with the neighbors with the same neighbor before the father said all right and then this article is talking about how all around the country children have been targeted and then the Department of Justice announced steps to stop the surge. Should have been doing that, man. You just wait all this time for stuff to happen. It should have been done 20 years ago. First, the department issued, I guess it's the Justice Department issued a notice of proposed proposed rulemaking that makes clear that when individuals use accessories to convert pistols into short-barreled rifles they must comply with the heightened regulations on those dangerous and easily concealable weapons now what's interesting about that because this is all part of that uh news story of the six-year-old boy kobe getting shot i wonder why they brought this up in this article that the department issued a notice of proposed rulemaking that makes clear that when individuals use accessories to convert pistols into short barrel rifles are they trying to say without trying to say that that's what this dude had he converted his pistol with it with some accessories on it to make it like a, a short barrel rifle like those long rifles right did he put something on there to make it that and that's not being reported either 
Um, they really need the news, mainstream, mainstream news media really needs to get into this and they really need to get detailed into what's really going on because this guy shot from his window. All right. And then in this article, all of a sudden they bring it up that the Department of Justice, I believe that's what they're referring to, issued a notice of proposed rulemaking that makes clear that when individuals use accessories to convert pistols into short barreled rifles, they must comply with the heightened regulations on those dangerous and easily concealable weapons. They must comply with heightened regulations. Not to say you can't have it, you just gotta have heightened regulations. Second, the department published model legislation to help states craft their own, have the states do their own, make their own laws and not have the federal take uh, charge of it to craft their own extreme risk protection order laws, sometimes called red flag laws per its press release. Um, let me see here. That's uh, Attorney General Merrick Garland stated that the DOJ would do its part to ensure safety. The Justice Department is determined to take concrete steps to reduce the tragic toll of gun violence in our community, said Garland, who is the Attorney General. Today, we continue to deliver on our promise to help save lives while protecting the rights of law-abiding Americans. Uh, okay. We welcome the opportunity to work with communities in the weeks and months ahead in our shared commitment to end gun violence. Yeah. Just something you want to put out there. So in case they say nobody said anything, I guess you could say you said something. But that was probably, that's kind of interesting how they put that in there. So did this dude have a short, um, have a pistol and converted it into like a short barrel rifle? And could that possibly be another charge? You got attempted murder, was shooting at this kid, and it could have, if the bullet would have went an inch or so either direction, this kid would have not been here anymore. Then where are all the Asians coming out to protest Ryan Lee Nguyen? Where are you Asians at? Why you're not out here protesting this Asian man shooting that black kid? Why isn't the mainstream media coming out and reporting this? Why is it so quiet? Real interesting. Real interesting. All right. Well, what I'm going to do now is pull up. Another video real quick, and then we're going to get up out of here, man. All right. This video is of the actual judge, what I showed you guys here. Let me pull up uh, pull up her face again. All right. This Alicia Fink. She thought it was just so cool. There you go. That's her right there. She thought it was just so cool. And okay to just give him, I'll give him a ten thousand dollar bond. As a matter of fact, before I show you this video, let me pull something else up here real quick that I had. I just wanted to read it so you can just get a idea here, and um, maybe some information you guys might uh, want. All right, and then that video is going to have some information that some of you might be interested in having as well. 
All right. So there's Alicia Fink, Judge Fink. <laughs> Man, it's. Yeah, okay. Working together, huh? Oh, let's slap him on the hand. Give him this little chump bond. Okay. The kid is not dead, so you know. I guess it's more important for a black child to be dead than to be alive, huh? Then you would have you would have upped the bond then, huh? Maybe not. But um, yeah, let's pull this other thing up real quick. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Yeah, this might be it right here. All right. So there's uh Fink when her hair wasn't as gray as it is now. Um as you guys can see there, let's pull that up a little bit. The 14A District Court. This is Washtenaw County, Michigan. Title magistrate, I guess. Is she an official judge now or magistrate? We're going to look into that real quick. Let me see what this says down here. Phone number 734-484-6690. In case you want to call up and find out why she gave such a low bond. Alicia Fink. Alicia V. Fink is the third generation of her family to serve as part of the judiciary. Now, that's kind of interesting before I even go further. That's already clicking in my head. You're the third generation. So you had two other family members who was part of this part of the judiciary in the 14A district court. Were they magistrates and judges as well? Are they part of the suspected white supremacist group that's infiltrated the courts and law enforcement? She was appointed as a part-time magistrate in 2012 and has been serving full-time since December of 2014. Magistrate Fink provides at all locations of the 14A District Court. She is a member of the Washington or Washington County Bar Association and the State Bar, Michigan. Hmm. She's part of the Bar Association, right? I'm just pointing, pointing these things out. You know, um, is there a way to get people removed from the bar? I'm just wondering. Well, there you go on that. All right. You know, it talks about her education and other stuff, but leave that for something else for you guys to look up. All right. If you're interested in that. Lastly, let's look at this video real quick of uh, her. I think the person representing this guy right here, right there, and him as well. All right. Let me take a look at that. Then we're going to get out of here. All right. So here we go. Support for such a high surety bond, but nobody's here to talk to me about it. All right. I'm going to set the bond at. Uh, I'm going to set the bond at ten thousand dollars cash or surety, no ten percent. Um, no contact with Colby Daniel. I don't want him to live at the at the Candlewood address. So can we have a different? All right, so I'm gonna go back a little bit again because I want y'all to hear that again. 
All right, so you know where this ten thousand dollar bond came from. I'm going to set the bond at ten thousand dollars cash or surety, no ten percent. Um, no contact with Colby D. The bond at. All right, I'm going to set the bond at. Uh, I'm going to set the bond at ten thousand dollars cash or surety, no ten percent. We see the support for such a high surety bond, but nobody's here to talk to me about it. All right, I'm going to set the bond at. Uh, I'm going to set the bond at ten thousand dollars cash or surety, no ten percent. Um, no contact with Colby Daniel. I don't want him to live at the at the Candlewood address. So can we have a different um, mailing address for him if we have one? Um, Mr. Wynn, where do you want your mail to go? Um, can I go to uh, my father's address, uh, which is uh, 5709 Cary Drive, Ypsilanti, uh, 48197. Uh, yes. Okay. And then, Mr. Simon, do you want him to give me his email now or do you want to do that? Sure. Later? Th that's fine. Okay. What's your email address, Mr. Lehman? My email address is le. Period Ryan123 at gmail. Did you say the first two letters were M like Mary? Uh, then... L as in L. Uh, okay. Lima and then E as an elephant. Dot Ryan one, two, three. Okay. Um, and is it all right with you if the court uses your email to contact you? Uh, yes. Do you want to give me a phone number too? Uh, phone number is uh, my phone number. Yes. Okay. Uh, it's uh, 517-883-3795. Okay. All right. Um, so while you're on bond, so I set the bond to $10,000 cash or surety. While you're on bond, no contact with the alleged victim, Colby Daniel. Do not go to Candlewood. Do you have belongings there? Do you need to go? I, I do. I have uh, like my, my vehicle. Okay. So uh, my vehicle for, is still there and my clothing. Oh, sorry. Okay. Except for. Uh, All right. So there you have it with that. All right. And one more thing that kind of interests me or makes me curious. He shot from inside the house. And then you had this article mentioning how the Department of Justice were talking about there should be some type of rules or some severe legislation on being able to convert your pistol into a short barreled rifle, which I guess will make it a little bit, um, I don't know if it has something to do with accuracy as well as uh, being able to shoot at longer distances where you can shoot from your window and the kid is out in the front of the yard or right there on the sidewalk, right in front of the house. Does this guy have some type of 
background training from somewhere or was it just luck that he was able to hit him hit the kid and i don't know if the kid was standing still at the time or was moving around and was he able to actually um shoot the kid that's what i'm curious about that's a, that kind of draw my attention when this article mentions about this guy having a uh or the Department of Justice wanting to do some rule things about having a short, having a pistol and converting it into a short barreled rifle. And um, that's not even mentioned at all. Like I said, it's only this local news station has uh, reported this. And I'm curious about that. Because I wonder if this guy has some type of uh, previous training to where he was like a sharpshooter and was able to shoot, or was it just more luck? And because, which is not being mentioned, and maybe it'll be brought out later, and like I said, because of this article, did he have, did he convert his pistol, if it was a pistol he shot Kobe with, did he convert it into a short barrel rifle? Because it's kind of, like I said, it's kind of interesting they brought that up in this article. All right, so hopefully some more details about this will come out and uh, not get suppressed. Anyway, I appreciate y'all for checking this out. Um, again, where are all the Asians out to protest this Asian man shooting a black boy? All right. Again, where is the Asian, the Asians at to do this protest? I'm curious, where are you at, Asians? Are you going to stand up for this uh, boy getting shot by one of your own? Seems to be a little thing with y'all. You like to, you like to hit on women. Your people seem to like to hit on black women, bust them up with broomsticks, things of that sort. The Asian men will punch black women in the face and you will shoot these uh, and you'll shoot black kids because there was that that uh, Korean store years ago. I think it was in California where they shot the, um, the black girl, I think, in the head or something like that years ago. So it seems like this is how you get down. You you down to punch black women in the face, your people. Because um, I remember that video with the Asian man punching the black lady in her face. Then, of course, in uh, New York, where they. You know, those ladies were getting popped with them broomsticks or mop sticks, and then you down to shoot little black boys. But y'all never seen to confront some real black dudes for some reason. Interesting. Anyway, I appreciate y'all, man, for checking out What's the 411. Feel free to comment because I know some of the trolls are going to be in here. Do your thing, trolls. Make your comments in there. I love it. All right. This is What's the 411. I'll be back soon with another one. Peace. Welcome, everybody, to What's the 411. This is the show that keeps you updated on today's and tomorrow's current events. So let's check out what's going on right now.